All right, everybody, welcome back to the Heath Barn. There's me doing my, uh, shout out Paul. Shout out Paul Holt for doing the theme song. We love it. Gets you jacked up. Um, this episode, just going to kind of, uh, I have two topics in mind. We will see, okay, now, but if the first topic, if I get to rolling and ranting and all that stuff, it may just be one topic. The first topic, sports fans, wink, wink, is the Cardinals. There will be my trade deadline thoughts as well as, uh, all right, I'm, they'll be ranting, they'll be ranting slash trade deadline thoughts. Now, I thought that I would talk about that and then also get into uh, fantasy football because it's coming and I'm addicted to it. So uh, I was going to talk about that as well, but um, I got to uh, perfectly honest here. I was just uh, a lot of times I just wing it on all these and I, I'm going to wing it now too, but I, I kept on, I took a few notes on this one to talk about like uh, things. I don't want to leave anything out or forget anything about the Cardinals. And I just kept on writing, kept on writing, kept on writing. So it was going to be my trade deadline thoughts and then get right into fantasy football. But the more I kept writing, the more, again, I changed the title to uh, Cardinals rant slash trade deadline thoughts because I think there's going to be some, uh, I don't know. It, it, there's so many things about this year that are, uh, for me, infuriating. So, again, I try to keep it light. Not, well, whatever. Try to keep it positive on this uh, podcast. But, um you know, we'll see how that goes. Um, so, without further ado, we got uh, the trade deadlines coming up uh, in, what, six days, I believe. Uh, Angels just made a big trade for uh, a couple White Sox pitchers. And so they go from, are they buying or selling to, not only are they keeping Otani, but they're all in and making all these trades. So, um their owner, man, he's, <laughs> I don't know, it's like they're going to, they've got like, a, I, so I, I hate all this percentage shit that they do, like, like, uh, per fan graphs, they're got a 20% chance, well, I, I, I just hate that, I hate all the artificial stuff, I hate all the analytics, blah, 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 it's like, okay, um, because why watch, I mean, you know, like, the, the Cardinal Cubs game was on Apple TV the other day, and it said, like, he's got a 24% chance of getting on base, and it's like, oh, well, hell, I might, why don't I just change it, you know, it's just, there's no, I, I hate that stuff, just, you know, so, anyways, damn, that was one I wasn't even planning on griping about, so who knows what I'll end up talking about, but, okay, anywho, um, they're like four and a half games out of the wild card, I think this is angel stuff and um, they're going to, you know, they just traded like, and uh, okay, apparently they have like a weak farm system. They just traded two of their best ones for these pitchers and they're going to keep on going for it apparently. And uh, man, if they lose him and trade and, and, and trade all these, uh, I'd love to be Mike Trout in that situation. However, Hey, you know, might not be the smartest thing, but, it's almost like one of those, like, I'm if I'm going down, I'm going down, guns blazing and, you know, going down in flames because I'm not going to trade him. I'm just going to do the best I can to put something around him and then, but, you know, so who knows what will happen, but, um, so that happened. So, anywho, back to the Cardinals. Um, 
Flaherty started today, so this is uh, Wednesday the 26th. Um, Flaherty started. Uh, everybody saying it's his last start for the Cardinals, which, you know, in all likelihood, whatever, probably is. Um, he, uh, okay, now, I'm not going to get into his career with the Cardinals or any of that kind of stuff. He, he looked like, hell, they, like in, in 2019, they were calling him Baby Carp. And now here we are. So, obviously, it didn't go the way everybody thought it would. But um, as far as the, the deadline goes, um, they're saying, like, Montgomery's gone, Flaherty, DeYoung, DeYoung should be gone, Hicks. Uh, there, there was that thing that um, Katie Wu from The Athletic, who is really, really, really good at her job. She's amazing. But um, she came out with that. They might be trying to work out an extension with Hicks. Could be smoke screens. Could be, you know, you can't believe anything this time of year. So who knows with all that. But, you know, then you got like Stratton, who's going to be free agent. So he'll probably be gone and whatever. There, I mean, to me, there's a lot of guys. The, the, the untouchables, in my opinion, are your two future Hall of Famers. Uh, Walker, Donovan, Gorman. Um, and, uh, you know, Herrera looks uh, good, like a good young player. And then Mason Wynn, you know, in short, um, I'll talk about him later, but I mean, this is just guys on the roster right now, I guess I'm saying, uh, Edmonds kind of up in the air. Here's my thing with Edmund. I, I love him. He's great. He's great. No matter where you put him in the field, but okay. Out of the three, like Donovan Gorman and Edmund, here are my thoughts on that. I think that, uh, Gorman's 23. Um, he's got 23 homers this year, and he's. You, you don't trade. I. You do. I. There's. No, I don't think there's anybody I'm trading for. I don't give a shit if it's an ace for another team because here's the thing. He's 23 years old. Do you do you watch? Do you guys watch him hit home runs? It's like he's just flicking his wrists. I mean, he is. Uh, he does not swing. It's just like he's just flicking his wrists, hitting about 420 feet every time. I mean it. And he's 23. You do not trade that. I don't give a shit. I know we need pitching. I he's off limits to me. Like there is no there is nobody. I can't think of anybody because here's what's going to happen. You trade him. I mean, okay, if you're 23 years old and he's, uh, I'm trying to think. It was somebody for the one of the Cardinals writers. It might have been Ben Ben Fredrickson, but he came out. He's like his he's got five in his career. He's got 596 at bats, which is like a full season, and he's got 36 homers. And that's when he's 22 and 23 years old. So, actually, when he came up, hell, I think he was still 21. I'm not sure. Either way, uh, don't trade him. And he's and he's getting a lot better in the field. And, I mean, you know, there's no way in hell I'm trading him. Okay. So, what I'm saying is, out of the three of them, and Donovan as well, is great. And out of the three of them... Tommy Edmond is a great player, solid uh, utility guy, whatever. But he's an he's an everyday guy, but great utility player. But I think that whatever top what Tommy Edmond is right now, that's what you're seeing. Like that's like his peak. That's what he's going to be the rest of his career. Just a really good, solid ball player. I don't I don't think you're seeing anywhere close to what Donovan and Gorman are going to be. So you don't trade guys like that. Out of the three of them, I would trade Edmund. Because, again, great, solid player. 
should get a really good return too. But again, I don't see like I don't see him. I don't see Edmund like uh, his trajectory going up from what he is right now. I do think that Donovan and Gorman. I mean, I could see shit. I could see fifteen All Star games between the two of them. You know, as they as they uh, progress through their careers. I mean, they are good. So, to me, they're off limits. Uh, Edmund, I, I wouldn't necessarily be looking to trade him, but out of all of our studs, like our good players, he'd be the one that I'd be uh, dangling. Um, there's no way in hell I would trade Jordan Walker. Now, uh, because who, I mean, geez Louise, he's, he's still raw, and he, I mean, he's another one that, Back to Gorman for a second too. I was going to mention this. Like that, that 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 kid could. The way he's hitting home runs right now, and I'm not saying he's going to hit 300 because he's not, and he'll probably strike out. And he's streaky as hell so far, but he's young and he can figure that stuff out. That kid, good lord, we might be looking at Aaron Judge shit. I mean, no, I mean I don't want to. I'm not trying to exaggerate, but my goodness, 23 and just and watch him hit those homers when he's on and he's. Another thing too, you can tell when he's at a slump because he just strikes out all the time and swings at horrible pitches. And but when he's like seeing the ball well, he has he he takes you know like there could be pitches like just right like close and he'll take close pitches. And when but when he hits those homers, he's it's like he's flicking his wrist. I mean he is a strong strong young man. So keep him, Jordan Walker. Same thing. I mean, you look at okay. You got your two future Hall of Famers there, if and Walker, Gorman, and Donovan. That's five out of your nine position players for however long that are really good. So keep that, keep that, and if you know, and if it's got to be Edmund, then it's Edmund, you know, and or Carlson or whatever. I'll get to all that here in a minute. But anyways, you don't trade Jordan Walker. Uh, He's athletic enough that just let will it just take let William McGee have him move in with William McGee in the offseason and just teach him how to play the outfield and uh, he'll be fine. But or you know if you get all these other situations or whatever the hell and he has to DH some let him DH. But you don't definitely do not you don't trade him. Um, okay. Now uh, let's see here, guys that. Uh, Again, my notes are like all over the place because I was I wasn't going to talk about the Cardinals all that much, but then I just kept on thinking and thinking and thinking and getting mad. So, um, next thing I have is the three catchers. So Contreras, uh, like what a cluster f that is. But um, I don't know. I don't see anything when he's catching that's that horrible. I don't. I don't. Well, no, no. I shouldn't say that. There's a few games where he was just lazy as hell and whatever. But as far as like. Uh, right now, he's since the All Star break, he's like the hottest hitter in baseball, or not even since the All Star break, since before the All Star break. So he's hitting really well. I don't hate him or anything, but there's got to be something going on behind the scenes because there's so much nonsense that they're saying, and it that's one of the most confusing things I've ever uh, listened to, or heard, or or seen, or whatever from the Cardinals or or just anything. I mean, because. Uh, five-year contract to be the catcher uh and now he's not catching he doesn't 
you know, he's not prepared and all this kind of stuff. I don't, I have no idea. I'm not going to speculate on what's going on behind the scenes, but there's got to be something going on behind the scenes. Now, he's been hitting good lately. Uh, he's got a full no trade. So, um, depending on the situation or whatever, maybe hell, maybe if, if you can't get anything for him and he won't wait his wave his no trade, maybe he can be the DH moving forward and Herrera can catch. But Kiss, you know, Kiss, Kiss has been sneaking in there, doing pretty damn good too. So you know, I don't know. Kiss hit a dong today, and uh, they like him in the clubhouse a lot. But with him, his whole thing has been he's just had no bat whatsoever. But this year, his bat's been a little better. So you know, all that's a yeah, and like I said, enormous cluster F. But I would say this. If you can get anything for Contreras, we all know, okay, like the front the front office, it's like, we already know how much you've effed this whole thing up. So just, you know, don't put away your foolish pride and just punt on that one if you can. Get somebody to take him, whatever. And just uh, move forward with Herrera. Figure out something with Kiz, whatever. But, um, so that's a whole... It's, it, that, that's like a microcosm of the whole season. The whole season's just been a giant, like, what the fuck is happening. So, uh, the whole catching situation kind of exemplifies that. So, we'll see with all that. Now, um, so that's the trade deadline stuff. I, I There's no way I'm trading those five for sure. Goldie, Nato, Walker, Donovan, Gorman. There's just nothing. There's absolutely nothing... Yeah, you just keep them. Keep them. Uh, Goldie and Arenado. Uh, all that national crap where they try to say, Oh, we're going to wave us no... Sh-. No, just shut up. It's not happening. And those two, hopefully, will just retire as Cardinals. They'll go into the Cardinal Hall of Fame. And then they'll go in the National Baseball Hall of Fame as Cardinals. So, uh, that's what we're looking for with that. You don't, you don't uh, trade Hall of Famers. It's just stupid. So... Um, now, as far as other things, um, I put down all these stupid lineups, okay? So, um, to me, okay, the Cardinals, they won six games in a row, and it was looking, because starting pitching was clicking, they won six in a row, everything's good. Now, they lose that game with, uh, dipshit, uh, Culpa, whatever, and he's behind the plate. And Burleson gets screwed on that at bat. And I get it. Burleson got screwed on that at bat. Blah, blah, blah. But. I remember. It was whatever the score was. And they. The Valley Sports was going to commercial. And they showed Donovan and Gorman. Like getting out of the dugout. At the same time. And I was like, oh shit, here we go. Like two of our studs are coming up now. And they haven't played yet. They pitch hit Donovan. They're going to pitch hit Gorman. They're going to get Fermin out of there. And they're going to, what you know, all that. And it was just kind of like, to me, like, all right, here we go. Like, we're going to, we got him, you know. So, Donovan goes up there. And then Gorman comes up. No, we're bringing in Alec Burleson. Now. Okay. And I... Get it? He walked and got screwed in the bat. But you've got Nolan Gorman, and you pull him for Alec Burleson. Let me go over Alec Burleson's stats for you this year. 241, 203 at-bats. He's got a negative 0.4 war, by the way. 
a lot of that's fielding, but his his uh, offensive numbers are trash too. Two hundred three at bats, six homers, twenty one ribs, two forty one batting average, two ninety two ob on base, and a three ninety four slug. And you pinch hit him for Nolan Gorman with the bases loaded at Wrigley Field. Gorman's been hot since the break. Everybody's like, well, he strikes out three, or all these bullshit reasons were like. Well, he strikes out 31% of the time. You want to get somebody in there to make contact. That is so stupid. Gorman is streaky. He was striking out all the time when he was in a slump. He ain't slumping now. He was licking his chops with the bases loaded in Wrigley Field when we could have had a seven-game winning streak, and you pull his ass for Alec Burleson, who should not... What is the fascination with Burleson? What is the fascination with Alec Burleson? He has started... Okay. He started over Walker. Do, okay, you don't, you don't start Burleson over Jordan Walker. You don't. He pulled a catch in left field out of his ass where he robbed a home run. He hits two forty. His big thing was supposed to have pop. He doesn't have any pop. He's slugging three ninety four. His OBP is two ninety two. He's not worth a shit. He's a bench player. Stop playing him all the time. It's a joke. And he's 24. And, oh, he might get better. Nope, I, I don't see it. And maybe he will. But you know what? You know who's you know who's better than him? Nolan Gorman? Jordan Walker? I mean, it is a joke. He's, he is not even anywhere close to being in that class. Yet, you keep starting him. It, why are you starting him over Jordan Walker? Jordan Walker's a better hitter. And he's not a better field. Like, flip a coin on who's a better fielder and Jordan Walker I'd take Walker over him now because at least he's learning I mean it that is the kind of shit that like why is Ali our manager why is Ali our manager and he and here comes my Ali rant okay because stupid lineups constantly constantly stupid lineups you call up Jose Fermin okay that's brutal but whatever. He didn't do anything terrible. You send him down for Taylor Motter. Motter? Like, we're trying to, like, we're ta- are we tanking? Because you got Motter. Like, Motter looks like a fucking groupie for the Allman Brothers. And you call him up, and, like, we have a groupie for the Allman Brothers starting at third base one day, start at second base another day. We have Nolan Arenado, and you're, you give him a day off so we can start Taylor Motter at third, we have Nolan Gorman at second. Okay, yes, his back. Okay, whatever. Back was tight for a couple days. Donovan can't throw. Edmonds hurt. Whatever. Why are you bringing him up over Fermin? Oh, and by the way, we have a guy just destroying AAA, but we won't call him up because the whole service deal, because it's not about talent in the major leagues. It's about like service time and money and all this other bullshit. Mason Wynn's just been destroying it in AAA. But we won't call him up. We got ta- we've got Mason Wynn and AAA tearing it up, and we've got Taylor Motter. Starting two games, starting two games in Wrigley, and I think again or, or whatever he's got like four starts or some shit. It's a joke. This is this is the kind of stuff why we're eleven games under five hundred. It's stupid. And Ollie, I don't know if I don't know if he lost a bet to Burleson or Burleson's family or something, and he's like, okay, uh, if you lose this bet, you got to get me three hundred bats this year. And Ollie lost the bet. I have no idea, but. For him to be playing consistently over these guys that are better than him is stupid. Now, let's get to the 
bullpen situation here. Um, okay. Nobody ever throws 100 pitches for us. That used to be not that big a deal. Sorry, hang on a second. I got it. My throat's getting dry. Hang on. He pulls these starters out. Okay, beginning of the year, starters were horrible. We get it. They've been better lately. He pulls them to bring in the worst bullpen in baseball. Like, nobody throws 100 pitches for us hardly, ever. Jordan Montgomery, I don't blame him for, like, he, like we're going to trade him, and we'll never see him again because how many times has he been rolling along and all he does is little strut out there and gets them out and brings in somebody, and then they just blow the fuck I mean, it's a joke. The bullpen is trash, but... The bullpen's trash because the starters were trash for so long this year, and now they're all worn out. However, when the when the starters are going good, Ollie, I, I'm telling you right now, Ollie, sta- Ollie stares at these, these papers that have stats and analytics and all this shit on them, and he just stares at them so he doesn't have to make any decisions on his own. It's like, well, the numbers say, well, no, 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 that's not how it works. They're human beings. Steven Matz was rolling the other night. Two night, or no, it was just yesterday. Rolling. And he was under 100 pitches, but er, we got to take him out because, oh, shit, numbers say we got to do this. Well, do the numbers say that our bullpen's horrible and tired? Do they tell you when their arms are tired or when they just, uh, you know, maybe one of them had the shits earlier that day? You never know. And just isn't feeling very good? Do the numbers say that? You don't know that. You have to be able to look at your team and know it's not all about stats and all that kind of crap you have to go with your gut sometimes but these young guys and the analytics and all that kind of stuff they just use those numbers because oh more often than not they're right well what what when how about when they're not then you look like an idiot and you look like an idiot a lot and then and then in the post game he's like well he's but he literally said that stratton has been dominant against lefty or something said something so stupid at about how it's but I know, th- okay, I know this. He used the, the word or the name Chris Stratton and dominant in the same freaking sentence. Like, no, he's not. He's good when you give him some breaks, but when you throw him out there every other day, he's horrible. And you don't know. Ugh. The bullpen. Okay, hang on. Derek Gould. Hang on. I even have this up here. Okay. The way I'm talking right now, I doubt I get to fantasy football. I might. Hell, who knows? Okay, so. This would be the Cardinals' record if, instead of 24, they had as many blown saves as the Reds have 15. If they had 15 blown saves instead of 24, they'd be 54 and 48. The Brewers had thir- have 13 blown saves. If they had as many blown saves as the Brewers, the Cardinals would be 56 and 46. The Pirates have 12. If they had 12 blown saves like the Pirates, they'd be 57 and 45. And if they had the same amount as the Cubs, they'd be 60 and 42. And at this time, this was yesterday, we won today, we're 45 and 57. So, I'm going to go back to, who the hell is Dusty Blake? Anybody ever heard of him before this year? Anybody? Anyone? Bueller? Anything? Nothing? Okay. And Ollie, who the hell heard of Ollie? Until Mike Schilt got the job and Ollie was there. I long for the days of Mike Schilt. And, man, he got screwed. He won manager of the year. And then there was the COVID year. And then he got third in 2021. And we won, what, 17 games in a freaking row? 
and whatever happened happened and oh god i just makes you just despise the manager in the front office with all this crap that's happened and What's funny, though, is when you look at Ollie, and whenever you're playing good, whenever we're playing good and actually winning, like winning six in a row, and you look at Ollie in the dugout and everything, he looks kind of confident. It's like, well, maybe he does know what he's doing. Nope. It's all just BS. I don't, you can't, and the players have to go out there and play and blah, 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 blah. But you, the manager has to put the right people out there to play in the right situations to increase your chance of winning the game. You can't go out there. I mean, he just, yes, the players have to play, but the manager has to put people in the right situations and the right people in the right situations to win the game. And I don't care, like Ron Culpa, douche. Burleson, good at bat, should have walked. We get it. But who would you rather have up right now hitting for the Cardinals? Who gives a shit what the situation is? Nolan Gorman? Alec Bolson? Hmm. Put your best players out there and let them play. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So, what else can I say about these guys? Speaking of other guys who might get traded, might not get traded, whatever. I haven't even got to these outfielders yet. Um, I don't know, Katie Wu, who again, I said she's amazing she um came out with something yesterday uh, saying that o'neill now they're like not planning on trading him and there's two ways to look at that it's like um and bernie Miklas, who is i'm giving shout outs to these like bernie Miklas is uh the man and i respect i mean i i He's on uh, Scoops with Danny Mac, and uh, he has articles every day. And, <clears throat> man, he's amazing. He just tells it like it is and doesn't have to be as whatever as uh, <clears throat> he used to be. He can just kind of say what he thinks, and he's amazing. And um, I agree with him about 90% of the time. I mean, he's he's great. He was saying how uh, this whole deal with O'Neal, they're probably just, like, he, they're probably just like getting low-ball offers because everybody was saying how they're going to bring him back. Let him play left field. Sure, by he's healthy, and then uh, try to trade him, and that still might be the case. But I also think Katie Wu is amazing, and I'm sure she the information she she's getting was is accurate at the time. But um, um, I call him Tyler. My body's a temple. I have a nickname for him, Tyler. My body's a temple, and I will play when I'm damn good and ready. O'Neill, uh, he. Um, is a free agent after next year, so it's probably like I mean, if the Cardinals are like, well, if we get lowballed and can't trade him, then you know, hell, it's a free agent year, and he'll probably have a good year, and then we can just let him go after next year. Maybe that Chase Davis that we just drafted in the first round, who's already like older than Jordan Walker. I mean, he's already like 21. He came out of college, so he's, uh, like I said, he's already older than Jordan Walker. He'll be about 23 at the time. Maybe he tears it up the minors, and he can be, you know, or somebody else can take his place in the outfield. Maybe something like that. I don't know. Maybe that's what they're thinking if they don't trade him. Because so I can see O'Neill just going off next year because next year is his free agent year. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's not going to be hurt as much next year as this year because, again, he wants to get paid. So he is the Anthony Davis slash, and I, I don't know, I don't even want to say Kawhi Leonard because I love Kawhi Leonard. And Kawhi's had like legit injuries, but 
Charles Barkley, I was watching him. He calls him Anthony Street Clothes Davis because he's always in his street clothes. Ben Simmons, Anthony Davis, all these guys that just never play. Like you know, Tyler O'Neill is kind of the baseball version of those guys. So talented, but like just he's never out there. So uh, whatever happens with him happens. I don't know. If he's our starting left fielder next year, opening day, fine. If we trade, but we're not going to, I don't know. We're not going to get a lot for him, I don't think, this this trade deadline. Um, so whatever. Now, Carlson, uh, I don't, you know, if he goes, he goes. Uh, he might not be a great, uh, real nice player. I have no idea. He's 24. But, like, again, with the outfield situation, it's okay. I was looking at the lineup. Moving forward, if you get Herrera behind the plate, Goldie at first, Gorman at second, uh, Nolan at uh, Arenado at third, uh, Wynn at short, if your outfield's like Walker, Newt Bar, and then then you've got decisions to make there. It's like it's going to be O'Neill next year, Carlson. You got, uh, I mean, hell, if you keep Edmund, Edmund can play center. I mean, you know, there's a lot of different things going on there. But so I don't know what they'll do with Carlson or O'Neill. But I I wouldn't be shocked if uh, I think for sure one of them one of them will go. I wouldn't be shocked if they both go. I would be really surprised if if they're both here after the deadline. So. You know, whatever. Now, uh, DeYoung, he gots to go. He's going to be a free agent, so get whatever you can for him. He's kind of like Montgomery and uh, and uh, Flaherty, as far as I'm concerned, with that whole deal. Uh, it's good that he's been halfway decent this year, so maybe you can get a little something for him, as opposed to, like, nothing, which a year ago you would have got nothing for him. So, um, But I, uh, I think that... Um, the one thing I was going to say, too, about uh, Mason Wynn, he's tearing up in the minors. It's good for him. He's very talented. That's great. Him and Walker are buddies. I think it'll be great for Walker when he when he gets up here and all that kind of stuff. But uh, hit a home run last night and did a uh, uh, bat flip that I was not too fond of. And I was like, oh, shit, are you one of those guys? Okay. Don't be an Ellie De La Cruz douchebag. Okay, Ellie De La Cruz, whatever. He's come up. He's getting all this national attention because he's hitting home runs and he's flashing all that stuff. Just don't F with baseball that way, please. Baseball is the one sport. It's like, you know, have a little, I don't know. Like today, uh, the Rangers played the Astros. The two managers of those teams are Dusty Baker and Bruce Bochy. A combined age of about 150 between the two of them. So, and today, a guy got hit, and guess what? Another guy got hit, and then another guy, and, and then like a guy got thrown out because they're old school. They don't put up with that shit. So it's like, it was very refreshing. I never, I've never liked Dusty Baker because he was manager of the Cubs when, back when we had Larusa and everything, and I never really liked him that much. But he's old school, and Bochy's old school too. So it was very refreshing to see that. Like, oh, you're gonna walk and you're gonna stare at a homer, and you're gonna, okay, you're gonna get hit. Then another, guy's, then the next team's gonna get hit, and and it's fine. It's baseball, so. When Ellie De La Cruz does his BS, like all that does is make you look like an idiot when like you go 0 for 4 the next day with 4Ks or you have like two airs in the field, which is going to happen, Ellie or Ella, whatever the hell your name is. That makes you look stupid because it's like, oh, no, wait, okay, well, how come you're not pimping out your jersey now? How come you're not slamming down your bat now? How come you're not strutting around now when you're 0 for 4? Because that's going to happen a lot. So it's like... I hate that shit. And Mason Wynn, who, again, I'm excited. I hope he's our shortstop for 
a decade at least. But hit a home run last night, was hopping and stuff, and then took his bat and just flipped over his head, and it went about 20 feet in the air. And I was like, oh, okay, please don't, please don't do that. Let's not, let, let's not do that. Uh, so hopefully he'll learn all that stuff when he comes up. But as far as the talent goes, uh, ton of talent. I just think I just think somebody, uh, you know, Scott Rowland's my favorite player of all time, and he just went in the Hall of Fame. And his Hall of Fame speech was amazing. Little side note here: uh, Derek Gould, he's like the main beat writer for the Cardinals. Uh, he has a uh, for the Post Dispatch. He has a uh, chat, and I asked him about Rowland's speech because he went to cover it, and I said, uh, "Where does it rank among speeches from all time?" And he said, I don't watch all the speeches. I watched the majority of them. But he's like, but I asked um, all the writers that were there and all the Hall of Famers that were there. And they all ranked it as one of the best, if not the best, in the modern speech era. So, suck it, haters. Scott Rowland, bitches. Okay, so, but Scott Rowland, if he was, and I feel like Goldie's very similar to Rowland, but... Uh, Roland's kind of old school, and if Mason Wynn or somebody, if somebody like that's on his team and hits a home run and throws a bat like that, he he'd probably like be like, "Look, you got a lot of talent, but uh, you do that again, and I'm going to uh, pop your head off." So that's what they need. A lot of these young kids need players like that. So uh, another little side rant there, I suppose. But um, anyways, uh. The Cardinals this year, though, uh, they're third, I think, in the National League in OPS. So it's not the offense. The offense is great. So uh, keep those five that I mentioned. Build around that. Then and, 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 like, with two guys, again, that's not even counting, like, Wynn and Herrera. Or if you have to have Contreras still or whatever. And, like, your lineup's going to be loaded. But you have a couple guys that... Uh, could be contributors to the lineup and you can get pitching. Here's an idea too: uh, change the whole effing system, get dusty Blake, like whatever that, whatever's going on with the whole pitching system, the minors, every level, the, their ERA's garbage this year, every level, a double a triple a, all of them are garbage. So, uh, change your philosophy with that draft a little better, spend money on a free agent or two and don't F it up. Like we usually do. And uh, do this deadline the way you should. Um, take advantage of Flaherty and Montgomery and Hicks if you need to. DeYoung, whatever. Like I said, Edmund too. I dangle him. I do some dangling. And you have some sluggers in AAA. Luke and Baker has just destroyed AAA. Throw him out there. That Moises Gomez. He's a... You know, he's a, both those guys could be starting everyday DHs in the American League, and I know there's a lot of guys out there like that. But you get something for him, so uh, figure it out. You know, do something here during this uh, deadline to uh, bring back some young pitching that'll be controllable, not only this year but next year. And um, let's go because the offense is loaded, in my opinion. The offense is not the problem; it is pitching. Dusty Blake too. I have to say, when he walks out there to like talk to one of the pitchers, he acts like he's like John Wayne, like walking out in a western, like doo, 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 doo. and it, I'm, nobody's buying it. You're not, you know. I just uh, he may be a wonderful man. He probably is. I'm sure he's worked hard to get to where he is today. But 
uh, when you get up here to the big leagues, buddy, it's about uh, results, and the results are trash. So, uh, yeah, I long for Mike Schilt. I long for Mike Maddox, and uh, so on and so forth. So, <sighs> I guess that's my rant on the Cardinals. I can't think of anything else at the moment that's completely uh, pissing me off. Um, let's see here. I think I'll probably save the fantasy football for another episode because this whole Cardinal thing's kind of worn me out. Um, I'm sure that once uh, fantasy gets going, I'll talk about it a lot. The, the, my two big things kind of addicted to, I mean, I loves me some Cardinal baseball and I am completely addicted to fantasy football. So, uh, I'll be talking about that some, but I'll try to, I'll try to talk about it in a way that everybody can enjoy it. But, uh, um, whoo, Cardinals, Cardinals, Cardinals. So I'll go ahead and, uh, probably leave the fantasy for the next, uh, sometime the next week or two. But, um, one thing I do want to say is, uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, I want to go ahead and talk about real quick um, how to find this podcast. It's on all of them. It's on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spotify, uh, and there's other ones too that have uh, been sneaking in. All okay, all of your major podcast formats, I should say. I could have just saved time and said that. And then I have content on uh, TikTok and. Uh, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Welcome to the Heath Barn. Um, YouTube channel at Welcome to the Heath Barn. Going to start up again, uh, videoing things soon, videoing, videoing these episodes. And again, I talk about this a lot, but welcome to the Heath Um It's almost like my wife and I uh, are busy, you know, and have our, have, uh, a lot of things going on and we haven't quite finished that yet that's what's happened but um it will be done soon and it will be welcome to the heathbarn.com and it will uh have everything you need on there we have shirts and we have decals and all those things and as soon as that's done everything will be filtered through there so as soon as there is a day that we are not extremely busy and we have a couple hours to knock that out together we will uh, and then that will be a big relief because I've had that domain for a couple months now and we still don't have it like up and running, but we've worked on it. So it will be done soon. Um, so again, thank you for letting me vent. Um, Cardinal fans unite. Hopefully this uh, year is just, uh, whatever it's called just a one-year deal and then we'll be back to kicking butt next year but man yeah just uh very frustrating year so um thank you for listening um again welcome to heathbarn.com look for it coming out soon uh jheath2286.podbean.com in the meantime that is the website where you can find every single podcast. Do not just listen to the recent ones. Dig, 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 dig. There's been over 50 episodes now, and there's a lot of good stuff on there. So go back and listen. Start from the beginning. Do whatever you got to do. But 
let's keep this moving and spread the word and uh, keep on going. So, from the Heath Barn, this is John Heath saying thank you for listening and that's that.